Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Cheetah Digital is the relationship marketing platform to build thriving customer relationships from acquisition through to loyalty. With one platform, deliver personalized experiences, cross-channel messaging, and loyalty programs that add value to every customer relationship across the entire life cycle. Head to cheetahdigital.com to reimagine your relationship marketing strategies and learn how brands such as Starbucks and American Airlines are working with Cheetah Digital to forge long-lasting, profitable relationships with their customers. Hello and welcome to episode 282 of Let's Talk Loyalty, featuring Ulta Beauty, the largest beauty retailer in the United States, famous for cosmetics, fragrance, skin and hair care products, and also salon services. As an industry-leading retailer, Ulta Beauty operates over 1,300 stores across 50 states, and it's continuing to grow both its footprint and its market share. One of the key drivers of their success is its Ultimate Rewards Programme, which is seen as a key differentiator for its customers. With over 38 million members, Ultimate Rewards is an extremely successful program that is enjoyed and appreciated by customers and company executives alike. So we were delighted to connect recently with Nicole Bernhardt, the head of Ultimate Rewards. Nicole shares the importance of understanding the consumer to deliver a meaningful loyalty program as well as the value of engaged field associates to drive loyalty program adoption. I hope you enjoy listening to these wonderful insights from Nicole Bernhardt and Ultimate Rewards. So, Nicole, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. Hi, Paula. Thanks for having me today. Oh, I'm super excited to meet you. I was just saying I hadn't realized what an incredible business you guys have. Well, thank you so much. We are very proud of our loyalty program. We ve- we're very proud of the expansion that we've had in the United States. Mm-hmm. We're over 1,300 doors now, retail locations for Ulta Beauty, um, and we have 38 million loyalty members. Oh my goodness, that's absolutely extraordinary. And actually you came to our attention, um, myself and Pooja, as you know, here on the team, when we were talking with the guys in the Bond Brand Loyalty Research Study. And I know you were one of the top three health and beauty retailers. So congratulations on that. Thank you very, very much. Yes, very high praise. So listen, let's get straight into it, Nicole. Um, As you know, our favorite question always to start is to understand what you as a loyalty professional are either noticing or enjoying in terms of other loyalty programs other than Ultimate Rewards. So tell us what is your favorite loyalty program? 
So since I am based in the United States, my favorite loyalty program, other than Ultimate Rewards, is Chipotle's loyalty program. I think they've done a really, really nice job launching that program. Um, it is a newer, more recent program for the United States. Um, I mean, the first thing is that I really love Chipotle and I eat there a lot. So <laughs> I always feel like Loyalty yeah. programs are going to work best when you are a frequently engaged consumer that can derive yeah. value out of the loyalty program. Yeah. Um, but the, the loyalty program from, from a Chipotle standpoint is really simple. And I think that that's a really important tenet of loyalty programs. You earn points, you redeem those points for, you know, the menu of food. And so it's, it's something that's very, very easy for consumers to understand, very mm. easy for them to engage with, very easy for them to actually, again, derive that value. Yeah. Uh, I also really love that the program was launched around the app. Um, I think that, you know, having a, a strong base in a, in an application and a, a mobile app nowadays yeah. is so important to put the power in the hands of the consumer yeah. uh, and allow them to have really strong awareness, you know, an understanding of how many points they've earned, what their points actually translate to. Um, it just puts it all in front of them and puts them in control. Mm -hmm. And I think that it, it heavily, um, supports and helps your brand with that whole education piece that's really critical after yeah. you've acquired a new consumer into your loyalty program. Well, well said, Nicole. There's uh, there's like five or six kind of key points there that I'm always kind of going, you know, can we talk about things like simplicity, for example? Um, so yeah, all of the, the pillars that you've picked up on as a consumer, they're the ones that will drive my behavior change. So I, I said to you, Chipotle is something I had to learn to pronounce actually because I'm outside the US. And so anyone else like me, it's apparently an absolutely delicious, I think it's Mexican style food, if I'm not mistaken, is it? It is. Ooh. I actually am someone that has celiac disease. Okay. And so that's why I eat there so frequently. Okay. It's one, delicious. Yeah. Um, but there's very little gluten in the food. There's only the flour tortillas. So it's it's healthy, it's fresh. And yes, it's, wow. it's like fast, fast, casual Mexican food. Wonderful. Yeah. But what I do like as well as the simplicity, Nicole, as you said, they've put the, um, the education piece and the visibility piece into the mobile. And in this day and age, I think that probably is um, the, the norm and the standard. But when I think back to the start of my loyalty career, there was actually a lot of thinking and we did actually deliver our loyalty program in a separate app to the core business. Now it was in telecommunications, but there was concern at the time that there was too much content and it was confusing. And I think there was a concern technically as well that one might be too much um, to, to hold all of that content. But to me, as a loyalty practitioner, I want to be able to engage with my customer, you know, in the whatever, 23 hours and, and, and 30 minutes that they're not in my store. So the mobile app, the, the rewards fully integrated, it sounds like you have a wonderful experience with it. Yeah. And you just hit on something that is, is a trend that has happened with the loyalty space and something that 
I think is the, you know, a great direction for loyalty, which is the importance of that integration into the company. Yeah. So you just spoke about how in your, in your past background, there was a separation yeah. and the, the loyalty program was something that they wanted to sit separately and it wanted to have its own app and they didn't want it to be overwhelming. And you're yeah. seeing such power now with, um, you know, and, and great integration between, you know, having one app and having, having Mm. that integration of the loyalty program into the experience, um, which I think helps with, again, consumer understanding, Mm. awareness, them actually deriving value and it being well integrated into either the retailer or food Mm. industry or travel industry experience. You know what I'm hearing coming through, Nicole, it sounds like uh, you've totally fallen in love with the loyalty industry, dare I say, because I can see your background is much more on the kind of analytical side actually before this. Yeah. So I actually have a background in consumer insights, Mm -hmm. which I do think comes through with how (laughs) analytical I do think about uh, what consumers needs are and how to deliver on those needs and, and, and what's important to consumers. Um, consumer insights, I actually think is a really great foundational background for a lot of different corporate careers. Um, it, it teaches you how to understand consumer needs and, and then build a strategy around what the consumer expectations are and how to deliver on those values mm. with then meeting business objectives. Cause that's mm. where the two, when the two things come together, that's where magic is, ha- you know, happens. Yeah. Um, and so that, that is my background. My background is in consumer insights. And, mm-hmm. um, I got to a place in consumer insights where I then really, really wanted to be able to apply that understanding that, that you, what you said, analytical power um, yeah. and consumer understanding to actually own a business line um, and think about things end to end from not only understanding what the competitive landscape, what the consumers were saying, what, you know, what even the business in and of itself running a loyalty program is something that requires analytics. You have to understand your metrics and you know sure. where you need to press in. Mm. Um, and then actually transforming that into a strategy and operations. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. So what is the story then in terms of ultimate rewards, you know, as a, I suppose, a strategic lever within Ulta Beauty, what's the kind of history behind it? So ultimate rewards has been around for a while. We are a, we're very proud. We're a very established loyalty program. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 38 million active ultimate rewards members in our program, which we have a, yeah. I would say a, a, grass, a, a, a very good definition of what it takes to be an active member. It's that you've purchased with us within the last 12 months. Wow. So these are people that have, yeah. have come and they've purchased with us within the last year. Um, mm. And they're engaged in in loyalty. So our our program has evolved over the years um, since since it's you know been initiated. You know some some major milestones for the program was that we we added a tier a okay. few years ago. So we we were realizing that there was a a, a consumer need as well as you know you know a great a great objective of being able to add a, a an upper 
tier, which we call diamond or diamond members. Okay. Um, and so those are our, that, you know, our, our best of our best guests. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have differentiated benefits that we're excited to be able to offer those Mm -hmm. guests. We also, from a major milestone perspective, launched, a. a a card for a credit card for our portfolio and our credit card and our loyalty program are really closely integrated. Okay. So the credit card is an accelerator of the loyalty program and you earn double points um, and and additional points um, for every purchase inside Ulta Beauty. And so again, guests were very, very excited about being able to have that ability to accelerate their points and their earning. Um, And I work very, very closely with um, our head of the credit card program so that we can think about how the loyalty program and the credit card are very holistically integrated. For sure. And that sounds like a very recent development then, Nicole. Is it the, the card itself, the credit card? The credit card has been around for... I want to say four or five years. Oh, okay. Okay. So pretty Actually, mature. Probably even more than that. Yes. It is a mature card. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I think it is a genius strategy. I did see it on your website. And again, I think the US loyalty market leads the way in understanding the power of if I have a loyalty card and I have a credit card and then a a points currency as well, which clearly not every program has, but the opportunity for multipliers and promotions and, you know, I suppose the flexibility it gives you is absolutely incredible. Yes. And that is, that is also a a trend that we have seen in the United States. Um, This, you know, credit card accelerator of the loyalty program and things being tied to the loyalty program. Mm -hmm. I think it's beneficial from a credit card business line perspective. Um, And again, it's that, it's that nice dynamic of, you know, consumers are looking for this and are excited about this. um, And it can allow them to derive more value out of the loyalty program. So it's a, it's a nice win-win. And we have seen more of that dynamic in the, in the U S market. Super, super. Well, and and I did even, I I had obviously a look at your investor presentation as well, just to kind of see, because I know Ulta Beauty, again, publicly quoted company and some wonderful just numbers in there. Now, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but people can go and look it up. But in terms of, I suppose, that, you know, complimentary um, opportunity, as you said, for, you know, somebody to come into the store, perhaps to buy a product, maybe a makeup product and avail of a service um, and driving footfall and, dare I say it, loyalty purely by having the breadth of product and then layering that on with the Ultimate Rewards Program. It's just a very holistic, it feels like, to use your word earlier, a very integrated concept, like very well thought through. Everything people might want is available within the brand. Yes, and we do see that from the dynamics of our consumers that, that shop our space. Um, the, the reality is, is how consumers buy beauty is they are in multiple different categories. The beauty space, when you think about what defines beauty, it's huge. It's not just a mascara. It's also your hair products. It's also your skin products. It's yeah. the, 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 the dynamic of the, the needs of um, an, an individual mm. for beauty is, is really expansive. Yeah. Um, and so 
we're, we're very excited to be able to, to offer that. And then mm. it's obviously our privilege that we have very, mm. you know, a very active, strong loyalty membership where individuals can be engaged with the program. And we're excited that they feel that they get value out of the loyalty program, which is why they're members. Yeah. Um, so, so that they, they can actually get value and get benefits out of being mm. engaged and loyal to Ulta Beauty. Absolutely. And I know one of the things that comes through a lot and perhaps the reason you guys scored so highly with the Bond brand research is that increasingly, it seems, Nicole, to me and and certainly to the industry, that the more we demonstrate loyalty to our consumers, the more they feel that love and are happy to engage back. So so I can feel that you guys have that lovely intention of, again, breadth of product, breadth of proposition, and doing what you can to look after them. And then they're only too happy to come back in and use all their rewards. Yes, yes, that is the intent. And you know what I loved most, actually, Nicole, again, just looking through all the slides in the in the presentation, the actual percentage of customers who are members of Ultimate Rewards. So I'm sure you're very proud of that number because it's been uh, quoted in terms of the percentage. I think it's the highest I've heard quoted. So do you want to share what you're managing to achieve on that? And I'm assuming that you're referring to our member sales penetration exactly, number. Exactly, exactly. Yes, we are very, very proud that our member sales penetration is over 95%. Wow. And that comes from a place of the importance of loyalty for our organization uh, and also speaks to the consumer excitement and engagement with the program. Mm. So we're that... I. I, it's interesting to hear from you that that's the highest that you've ever seen in terms of member sales penetration, but we're very proud of that. And again, it speaks to our loyalty culture yeah. um, and the engagement of our consumers. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I've asked a, a few people about that when they've been able to discuss it. And of course, the intention is always 100%. You know, we have to be ambitious and, and hope for, for full penetration. But uh, as I said, I, I've not heard anybody get to that as yet. But who knows, maybe you guys will get there in the future. The other piece, Nicole, that I thought was really uh, coming through from everything you've said and everything I've read in terms of Ulta Beauty, it does seem to be something that is respected and supported at the highest levels of the business. So do you think that's part of the reason for your success? Like, how is it viewed internally in terms of, because marketing isn't always given the, the level of respect that, that, uh, that of course, we as loyalty marketeers wanted to achieve. So how is it within Ulta Beauty? Oh, you, you are, you are definitely speaking to something that is so, so important, which is that we are something that is very important to the organization. Our loyalty program is viewed as a differentiator for our company. It is, if you spent some time looking at our earnings call releases, yeah. you saw that loyalty is talked about on yeah. every single call. Yeah. And it's very exciting to be able to, um, you know, have it be so important to the organization, important to our strategy, that it's something that is talked about on those calls, but it also comes through at really every level of the organization. So, you know, our, our executive leadership wants to know what, what's happening with our loyalty program, wants to know 
you know, our strategies, but it's also something that's kind of integrated through every level cross-functionally, mm. our distribution centers, our stores. Um, we could not, we could not have the success that we have with loyalty without our extremely important field teams. Mm. So the fact that, you know, our stores understand the importance of loyalty again, mm. not just for the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, you know, obviously it's, it's very, very important to the consumer, but the stores also understand the dynamic of, of why that member life cycle is important for their store and the success of their store. Mm. Um, because, because it is something that we really heavily believe in. Again, like you said, mm. you give consumers something that they value and yeah. you're meeting their needs and you're giving them benefits. Um, we really believe in that reciprocal relationship of them then, yeah. you know, coming back and, and spending more with Ulta Beauty and, and being a, a very loyal, valued guest for us. So Nicole, you're obviously getting a wonderful experience for your customers and your members in store. And I always do think from my own career, that's possibly the hardest to to execute on. I I really think, you know, as loyalty professionals, we, we have such a wonderful opportunity with the design and the development and building what we think people are going to love. But I think that moment of truth in terms of what happens when somebody's standing probably in a rush actually to leave the store because we're always super busy. What actually happens at that moment of truth in terms of whether or not they join the loyalty program, understand the loyalty program, or whether the store associate represents it to them. So I just wanted to ask for ultimate rewards, how do you manage that? Because it's obviously working extremely well. Yeah, we could not do it without our field team. And we could not do it without our, our field, um, you know, associates, representatives, um, they are so extremely important to making the loyalty program successful. So I actually have a partner inside my organization that is responsible for, uh, engaging all of our stores. And she has a team of individuals where there's, 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 you know, a, a playbook that, that we, we operate with our field to get them engaged, mm-hmm. to bring them visibility on, um, how loyalty is performing in their mm-hmm. stores mm-hmm. to provide training mm-hmm. on the importance of, of how you engage that consumer and, and discuss the value proposition of the program, mm-hmm. get them signed up for the program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really well integrated into our stores and, and integrated into our, you know, it's, that our associates really understand the value um, of, of not just what they're then going to provide to the consumer, Mm. um, but also then the value of, of what, what that generates from getting loyal members for their actual store. So again, it's, it's marrying those two things together of business objectives Mm. and then those consumer needs. And like I said, they're the getting the field, you know, getting that field dynamic right is so important to the success of a loyalty program. If you have retail locations, I would say, (laughs) I guess it's not that important if you are a a direct to consumer brand and you don't have a retail presence, but if you do have a retail presence like Ulta Beauty, which we have over 1300 doors, um, that is something that should, should not be forgotten and is a huge dynamic yeah. to, to making your loyalty program successful. Cause you set it spot on 
those associates are the front lines. Mm. Um, they are the individuals that are communicating that message to the consumer as to why they should join loyalty and yeah. what they're going to get out of it um, and getting them signed up for the program. And mm. so there's a whole dynamic to think about with the training and the education and their involvement um, and their excitement mm. um, for the program. Yeah. You know, and I and I really feel, you know, that perhaps this part of the world could learn a lot from the US on that particular point, Nicole, because, you know, I, I nearly, you know, almost find um, it's important to me to, to almost test the person if they're asking me, you know, the scripted part of do you want to join the loyalty program? Like, I just won't sign up for that, you know, and and it's probably just me being the, the industry professional. I want to see if they've been trained. And in so many cases, and it may be an issue around, you know, in this market, for example, we've got a lot of franchise owned stores. So perhaps the training doesn't filter down the way a beautiful brand with 1300 stores um, can manage a coherent training program. So I'll definitely be, uh, you know, as I said, I'm in the US and, you know, going to check out all the, the beautiful stores and products you've got just to see that live experience. Because I think the mistake again, I've seen, and maybe I've even done it myself in the past is, you know, I do the education program and I put the training in place, but it's the ongoing training It's is what I'm hearing. Like, it sounds like you've got a consistent year round sales force that's dedicated to loyalty, the education and the inspiration piece, which I don't think very many brands tend to invest at that level. That's interesting that you're bringing up that um, there might be a unique piece. We have always talked about how our field mm. in general, not just for loyalty, yeah. is is such an important engine for us um, mm. in in understanding and delivering both the you know the Ulta beauty and the ultimate rewards value proposition. So yeah. it's an interesting observation, and yes, yeah. I'd be very I, I'm I'm excited for you when you visit the states <laughs> to be able to visit an Ulta beauty location. Location and you'll have to let me know how that experience went. Wonderful. Wonderful. So listen, that's all the questions I had for now. As I said, it's my, my first time getting to know Ultimate Rewards and Ulta Beauty. So I'm super excited and inspired. Um, is there anything coming up that uh, that you can share or, or not? I know um, sometimes things have to wait their turn to be unveiled, but even industry trends that you're paying attention to, you know, we're talking about things like content, for example, as a strategy, subscription programs. There's a lot of things that are floating. Web 3.0, dare I say it. <laughs> All of the cool crypto, crypto kids are, are out talking, but just even in terms of general trends and loyalty, are any of those capturing your attention for, for consideration? You have definitely brought up some of the, the larger industry trends within the loyalty space, which you know we are obviously keeping a pulse on, which is a very important dynamic that any team for loyalty should be considering and thinking about. Um, I know that we talked about when I, I brought up Chipotle being my favorite program, that there was an app dynamic. And we yeah. talked about the importance of, of, of having a presence on the app and having that home from a consumer education. We talked about the card 
and, and the trend of credit cards and the acceleration that credit cards can provide for loyalty programs. Mm. Um, you just brought up subscription-based programs, mm. paid programs, subscription-based programs are also something as a dynamic that has, yeah. it has, we're starting to see more, more turn for mm. those. That's definitely an area where, again, with my consumer insights background, yeah, it's so important to think about whether or not, you know, sometimes, sometimes these trends take off. Um, and it's really, really important to understand your industry, your consumer, what, you know, value you can provide to a consumer with that dynamic to mm -hmm. understand if it's right for your business, your consumer. So obviously yeah. those are all things that we watch for, evaluate, consider, mm. um, Something I think though is, is equally as important. And we talked about some of the like really important tenets of loyalty programs is sometimes actually coming back and regrounding in the basics totally. of loyalty programs. Um, especially in the United States, I don't know how it, ha you know, there's, mm -hmm. there's some dynamic that I'm aware of in, in certain countries. Um, but in the United States, consumers have so many loyalty programs in their sure. wallets. Yeah. They they join, you know, every establishment that they walk into, every food place that they order food from, there's usually a loyalty program available and it and it does become, I would say from a consumer standpoint, pretty noisy. They totally. all work a little differently <laughs> um, and they all have slightly different rules and you engage with that retailer at different frequencies. Yeah. And so that's always something that I think about as a loyalty professional, which is sometimes cutting through the noise is, is trying to be very, very simple and kind of going back to those basics of, yeah. you know, what is, what's the value proposition and how, how can I very simply acquire someone to my program? How do I actually think about the layers and the build of their education and awareness of that program in a smart, thoughtful way? Yeah. How do I get them engaged? What are those member milestones to get them slowly engaged to the program. It is an evolution and a build. So that is something that I, I sometimes find is, is very, very important. Sure, we can always lean in and yeah. do something super innovative. It's also really important to sometimes go back to the basics yeah. um, and just think about the fact that a loyalty program in and of itself mm. is a consumer product. Sure, We want people to join the program. Mm. You know, it's most programs are free to join. We just talked about the dynamics of paid. So sometimes they're paid, yeah. but we want people to, to, to buy in quote unquote. Um, I just use air quotes, but you couldn't see them. So I'll <laughs> say them because we're on a podcast. Um, you want people to buy in, you want people to join, you want them to actually then understand how to use it. You want them to engage with the different dynamics of the program mm. and make sure that what you're offering in your value prop is something that people are actually using and getting value from. Yeah. Um, and then you want to celebrate them. Um, and you want to have dynamics in your program where they are feeling valued and are feeling appreciated. Mm. Um, and, and sometimes that's some, you know, bringing through that simplicity and coming back to some of the basics is really, really important again, because yeah. the industry is, it's, it's hard to cut through the noise of the industry because there are now so many programs. Yeah. The reason there's so many programs is because companies have found a lot of value in totally. having these programs and giving <laughs> them to consumers. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, 
it, it makes sense why I think most companies in the United States have some dynamic of a loyalty program. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, that's my kind of take of what we consistently look at is, you know, we're obviously future, future thinking, but yeah. There's, there's always a fresh lens that can be had with relooking at communications, mm. relooking at member life cycle, relooking at where we're personalizing, relooking at, um, ways to better engage in the offering that we already have. Yeah. Um, because, because sometimes we, we forget that there is improvement in those things. Totally, totally. Well, it's a, it's a classic um, piece of wisdom, dare I say it, Nicole, because I remember a former guest saying, sometimes the best strategy is just to say no, we're not, <laughs> we're not doing any more promotions, we're not complicating things anymore. Um, and I remember somebody else saying, actually, and I think it was in uh, Consumer Goods, in fact, that it's just at the point where we're getting bored with our logo and bored with our copywriting, that's the point you're probably cutting through for the consumer, like it's directly related. So again, I think I certainly love the innovation, love the future thinking, but I also love the fact that you're grounded in your insights and they may be super simple and people maybe don't want anything else to think about other than just, uh, you know, just enjoying ultimate rewards as it currently stands. So I do hope, Nicole, that you will come back and uh, keep us up to date uh, in the months and years to come. So with all of that said, um, it's a very inspiring story. As I said, uh, one, we hope to stay very close to you guys now and uh, and, and watch with, uh, with excitement in terms of what you're doing. So Nicole Bernhardt, Head of Ultimate Rewards at Ulta Beauty. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. Paula, thank you so much for having me on the show. I can't wait to, to get your memo that you have visited the States and got <laughs> to experience Ulta Beauty and, and Ultimate Rewards in person. Um, I, I can't wait to hear your feedback and excited to stay connected. Thank you again for having me on the show. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 245 executives in 27 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.